Blessed be the name of the Lord. Once again, we are back on air and I want to thank God for this opportunity. This is your, this is your friend and, the, and your pastor, Robert Gatia of Deliverance Church, Mikidani, Mombasa, Kenya. We are in Africa for a purpose and an assignment. We are God ordained, God assigned and God appointed. And we know we have a purpose and a reason why God have allowed us to be in this generation. We are an answer to the generation that is here today and, I, and generation next unto the glory of God. We have been continuing with a series of the enemies of faith. Well, many people have not been able to walk by faith because they have suffered from attacks of the enemies of faith. When you understand that, you, when you know that you are under attack of enemies, you prepare yourself to identify the enemy and to know the strength of the enemy and to plan how to defeat and weaken and stop the enemy from operating in your life. And any man that is want to walk by faith. I want you to know there are many enemies that have been assigned to discourage you, to make you give up, and to cause your journey to stop or stall or stagnate or even be cancelled or aborted. But today, I come to you in the name of the Lord. We are exposing every enemy of faith so that you can overcome and you can rise up above those enemy and continue with the journey of faith. We have already talked about bad and negative report. We have also talked about hopelessness and we have also talked about limited sight. And today, number I want us to go to the enemy number four. We'll be talking about the enemy number Number four, which is doubt. Doubt. We are going to talk about doubt. Doubt is one of the one of major enemies of people's faith. People's ability to trust and to depend on God. And I am here to I am here today to speak to your life and to speak to your situation and to let you know whatever has brought doubt in your spirit is not just that situation. There is a force, there is a spirit, there is an enemy behind, and we're gonna expose this enemy called doubt. And we shall uh, we shall deal with the enemy or with the, this doubt until it's submitted to the glory of God. I'm reading from the book of Luke chapter 22, verses 31 and verses 32. Jesus was speaking to Peter and he said, Peter, and the Lord said to, uh, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not, uh, should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Imagine, Peter's faith. Jesus said to, to Peter that Satan has desired to have him, that he might sift him as wheat. What Satan want is to sift, what, what Satan want to sift is his faith. Satan want to, to deal with the faith of Peter. He want to cause Peter to lose his trust in God and so that Peter can give up. But Jesus prayed for him that his faith will not fail. What make your faith fail? Or in other words, your faith can fail. You can reach to a point that your faith is failing. And I have so, uh, some of the things that kill faith, enemies of faith, these are doubt. Doubt is one of the, one of the things that can cause your faith to fail and it can kill your faith and it can abort your journey and destiny. We, we want to, uh, we want to look at this enemy called doubt and we see how do we handle it 
planet? How do we survive and how do we win? Doubt mean uncertainty of mind. When you say somebody is doubting, we are saying you have uncertainty of mind. If you are not sure of where you are going in life, you may not go there. If you are not sure, you are not certain, you are not sure where you are going in life, you may not go there. Why? Because you are doubting. You are not sure. You are not certain. You are not convinced. It is not settled in your mind that this is where I am going. This is what I want. I want to speak to you that doubt means uncertainty of mind. When your mind is not certain, when your mind is not sure, when your mind is not settled on a decision or a purpose, or a, or, a, or a resolution, or a resolve, and I am here to speak to us, we must overcome doubt. Doubt is enemy. Doubt is a great enemy against the faith of a man or a woman. And I want us to understand something that is so important. Uh, to doubt God is an insult on his person. When you doubt God, you are insulting his person. In other words, you are calling God a liar. You are saying what God said is not true. When God says he heals, and you say, I don't believe God can heal this sickness. You are saying, God, you are a liar. Therefore, there is no healing that can come. But I believe that God is going to help us. We are not going to give the devil a loophole. We are going to believe God at his word. And we are going to receive our miracles. We are going to receive our promotion. We are going to receive our favor in the name of Jesus Christ. We are not going to doubt God. We are not going to insult the person of God. We are not going to call God a liar. If God said it, I want you to know it can be done. If God said he can raise the dead, I want you to know the dead can be raised from the, the dead can be raised again. If God say that he cures cancer, he heals cancer. He heals every manner of viral disease. I want you to know he is a healer. He can heal it. He can solve that problem. He can settle that situation to the glory of God. There are many people that will not believe God word except they see physical evidence first. There are so many people that do not believe God's word until they see physical evidence first. Those are doubters. Those are doubters. And one of those doubters in the book of John chapter 20, and I want to look at a scripture from the book of John chapter 20 uh, and verses 25. The book of John chapter 20 and verses 25. And we see a man called Thomas that was, for, was a disciple of Jesus, but he was not able to believe the word of God until he see a physical evidence first. It is not about physical evidence. It is about a trust in the word that God has spoken. Before you see my physical uh, my physical car, before you see my physical house, before you see my physical healing, before you see my clean bill of health, you can believe it as God has said it. And in John chapter 20 verses 25, this is what the Bible says, the other disciple, John chapter 20 verses 25, the other disciple therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see his hands, the, the print of his nail, the print of the nail, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my head in his side, 
I will not believe. That was Thomas. Thomas was one of the disciples, one of the apostles that followed Jesus. That Jesus had prayed for a whole night and fasted and trusted God to choose 12, uh, 12 men that he may spend time with them. With the, with the, he may spend time with them and raise them and send them to, to spread the gospel. And one of those people that Jesus prayed for and trusted God for a whole night Thomas was one of them. And this same Thomas, eh, when Jesus has died and has been, has been buried and he has resurrected and Jesus had appeared to his disciple, Thomas is told by the other disciples that, that they have seen Jesus. They have seen the recent Jesus. And Thomas says, Thomas says, except I see his, ha his hand, the print of the nail, and, the, and put my heart into his side, I will not believe. He he said he will not believe. In other words, I am doubting he has risen up. I have come to let you know, doubt is a killer of destiny. Doubt is a killer of great men and great women. Doubt is a source of failure. Doubt has called great men and great women to lose their opportunity of lifetime. I have come to speak to you, arresting every essence of doubt. Every idea of doubt in your life is hereby arrested. I break it and silence it in the name of Jesus Christ. I release faith in your life. You shall not doubt because God has called us to believe his word. Doubt is the mother of unbelief. I want you to know that doubt is the mother of all unbelief. Doubt is the mother of all unbelief. In operating faith, you have to believe fast before you see. In operating faith, if you are going to operate by faith, you must believe fast before you see. I have come here tonight to speak to you alive that you develop an ability to believe before you see. And that is the only way you can conquer silence and stop doubt in your life. It is, a, it is an enemy. Doubt is an enemy that has caused ministry to die. That doubt is, a, is an enemy that has caused relationship to be broken. Doubt is an enemy that has caused men and women that have been classes for many years not to pass their exam because they doubted whether they are well prepared. They doubted whether God is able to make them succeed. Doubt is dangerous and I have come to address you tonight in the, this hour in the name of the Lord. And I want you to understand that doubt is dangerous. And I want you to fight it and overcome it and God give you grace to come out of that, uh, that, that, en that entanglement of doubt and, and rise up above the doubt. And I want you to see in the book of John chapter 11 verses 40. Uh, because I've told you, doubt is the mother of all unbelief. If you, in operating faith, you have to believe before, first before you see. In John chapter 11 and verses 40, I read this one. This is a powerful word I want you to hear. Open your ears and open your eyes. Open your spirit, man. Let this word enter in your spirit, man. Rise up and catch it and let it move. Let it catapult your faith into believing in the word of God. Jesus said unto her, did I 
didn't I tell you? If you can believe, you will see the glory of God. You only need to believe to see the glory of God. We will not live in doubt. We are going to believe. I am believing God to raise mega churches in this region. I am believing God to have to raise sons, spiritual sons and daughters that are vibrant for God, that are passionate and committed to the work of the ministry. I am believing God to become um, a, pa a senior pastor of a mega church. That is my faith. I am not doubting it. I believe it with all every fiber of my being. I am persuaded and convinced beyond any reasonable doubt that I am raising a mega church. I am raising sons and daughters that are going to be vibrant and passionate for lost soul that we shall mature the church of Jesus and prepare people for this generation and the generation next. It is possible we are doing it. We have begun the journey. We are seeing the heart of God. Doubt shall not stop us. We, can, we speak to every element of doubt that have been assigned demonically to discourage our vision and our mission that that place that doubt has no place in our life in the name of Jesus Christ I want you to understand Elisha prophesied of the increase when there was scarcity when Elisha saw the people and he said there will be increase during during scarcity that there will be enough food in the, in the city, but he had a man that was a soldier that was close to him. We can revive him as a PA or as an ADC, ADD camp. People who sit next to their post. This man said, this man said, I want to read this word so that you can understand that doubt is dangerous. You need God to help you to be able to disassociate yourself with men of doubt, with men of unbelief, with men who do not trust. They do not take the word of God as it is. They can cost you your miracle. It can cost you your destiny. I want to read from the book of 2 Kings and, and chapter 7 verses 1 and verses 2. The Bible says and Elijah said hear the word of the Lord thus says the Lord tomorrow about this time a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and a seer of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria I saw an officer on whose head the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord would make widows in heaven open. In heaven. If God, oh Lord, would make widows in heaven, could this be, could this thing be? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. This soldier had said, this is an officer who was closer to the king, and he said that he was telling Elisha that if, even if God opened windows from heaven, and he opened the windows from heaven, this is not possible. He doubted the prophetic declaration of a man of God. I have come tonight or this hour to speak to you. It may be, to, it may be at night where you are listening me from. And it may be during the day, whatever time you are listening, you are listening to this message. I want you to know, never doubt 
a prophetic declaration from an anointed man of God. I am decreeing as a servant of God. You may have served for a long time. You may have looked for a job for a long time. But I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus. I decree to you that your appointment and your promotion and your, and your admission to that company is nigh. No matter how hard it has been, the time for breakthrough has come. I speak this under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I release your miracle right now. I release your miracle right now. I don't care how much, uh, how much how many people have brought you information? How hard, how high, how difficult it is for you to break through. But I have come to you with the word of the living God to remind you that God is still working miracles. I prophesy for a miracle right now. Receive your miracle in Jesus' name to the glory of God. This man said that even if the windows of heaven were open. That cannot be possible. But I thank God for the prophet. Prophet are powerful. Prophet are bold. Prophet have, have foresight. The prophet said, I'll make sure at a prophetic anointing that you see the miracle happening, but you shall not partake of the miracle. I, I come to you. Don't doubt prophetic declaration in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is possible for God to do a miracle. You can't beat God's mathematics. You can't beat God's mathematics. God is a mathematician. God knows how to change things. There is a danger in doubting God's word. There is a danger in doubting God's word. Don't be a doubter. Don't be a doubter. And I want you to know, a doubter is called a double-minded man. A doubter is called a double-minded man. A man who have two mind. A man who have yes and no. A man who is not on this side or on that side. A man who is not committed to one cause. He is not loyal to a certain declaration. A double-minded man is a dangerous man. You don't know whether he is with you or whether he is not with you. I am here tonight to declare to us that a double-minded man is a dangerous man and I came to, to speak to us that and that double-minded man is called in simple term he's called a doubter and doubting or doubt is one enemy of faith you cannot have faith if you are double-minded man I came to speak to us may your mind be settled on the word of God may you be settled on the voice of the Holy Spirit may you settle at God's word and your story will change and your story will change. I want you to know a double-minded man cannot receive anything from God. Doubt, rob you, answered prayers. When you doubt God, you are robbed of your answers. You are robbed of your promotion and your miracle. I believe my season for promotion has come. I believe the time for my blessing has come. James chapter 1 verses 5 to 8. 
James chapter 1 verses 5 to 8. Very powerful scripture. You can't miss to hear this. This is a powerful word that you need to, uh, to hear from me. And I want to share with you this word as we come to the close of this sermon today, this service today. I want you to know you'll never be the same again. This is what the Bible says. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. If any one of you lack wisdom, let him ask uh, if any one of you, if anyone, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, whose give to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, hallelujah, ask in, in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubt is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the weed. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his way. Hey, hey, a double-minded man. He is unstable in all his way. I refuse to be double-minded. I commit myself to believe in God and his word. I commit myself to trust in the voice of the living God. Hallelujah. I must believe in God. I must commit my life into the power of the word of the Lord. And tonight, I want to say three things that are very important about doubt. One, doubt sees obstacles. Faith sees the way. Doubt sees obstacles. Faith sees the way. Number two, doubt fears to take a step. Faith soars on high. Faith fries out. Faith soars on high. Doubt, doubt fears to take a step. Faith soars on high. Doubt number three. Doubt question. Who believes? Doubt question. Who believes? Faith answers. I believe. Doubt question. Who can believe this? Faith, ans faith answers. I am the one believing this. Doubt take the place. Doubt take place in the heart. I want you to know that doubt take place in the heart. Hallelujah. Doubt take place in the heart. And I want to read the last scripture as we come to the close of the service. And I want you to hear this. In the book of Mark chapter 11 and verses 23 and verses 24. The book of Mark chapter, chapter 11 verses 23 and verses 24. The Bible says, For assuredly I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. He does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he say will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Hallelujah. You will have them. You have to believe without doubting. I am telling you, we must overcome doubt. It's doubt that has caused people to walk for a long time in poverty, in scarcity, unmarried, without children, without money, without breakthrough. I pronounce to you tonight every force 
or spirit of doubt holding your life is hereby broken in the name of Jesus. I declare no more doubt in your walk with God, no more doubt in your marriage, no more doubt in your promotion. I speak, it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. Your heart is where success or failure is determined. Your heart is where success or failure is determined. No wonder. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verses 23. This is what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verses 23. It says, it tells us, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Take care of your heart. Let not you be doubt. Let you, let, let, let you not doubt because God is able to do something. I want you to know, stop doubting God's promises for your life. God is able to bless you. God will bless you this year. God will bless you this year. Our year of mounting up with wings. You shall mount up. God will bless you with an open door for your wedding. God will bless you with an open door for you having children. You have been called and told that you have stayed for five years, for seven years, for eight years without a child. I have come to you in the name of Jesus. I pronounce today without any shadow of doubt and I speak to your life and I believe God together with you that a miracle child, a miracle conception, a miracle opening is happening to you right now and every demonic voice that I've told you it is impossible that demonic voice is silenced and broken in Jesus name receive your miracle in the name of the Lord stop doubting God promise it is promised to bless you it is promised to lift you up it is promised to give you promotion receive it in the name of the Lord in Jesus name I want to pray for you right now I want you to receive the miracle of faith, the miracle of faith in the name of the Lord, because it is possible for you to believe God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up your name above every situation, circumstances, and every issue that is at heart in the life of any person that is hearing this voice. In the realm of the spirit, every root of doubt is hereby cancelled. I command it to dry from its operation, from its sponsor, and from its and from its source in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree the masses of God. I release miracles. I release provision. I release breakthrough. I declare every doubt, every uncertainty, every unbelief, every 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 manner of demonic power operating to deny the children of God their miracle. Those powers are broken right now in the name of Jesus. I bless the people of God in Jesus name. I pray. I want to pray for you wherever you are. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to come to him in salvation. Repeat this prayer after me and say, Lord Jesus, I recognize I am a sinner and you are the savior. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Erase it from the book of death. And from today, I am your child. I am born again. I am blood watched. I am a child of God. In Jesus name, 
I pray. Father, I bless the people that have heard this word. I command and commit them to your able head and decree them blessed in Jesus' name. So shall it be. Amen. God bless you and see you then.